attention dirty. That's you better watch who you talking about, running your mouth like you know me. You gon' fuck around and chill while the show me get caught and show me. Why one on one you can't hold me if your last name was Hayne. Only when you heard me, I just stitch my name on your Welcome to One Day Contract, the Panthers talk show, where each week we're joined by a new personality who we've signed to a one day contract to join the show. One Day Contract is a proud part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Be sure to check out some of our network makes. Keep Pound Den, the Roaring Riot Podcast, or it is what it is for even more great talk about your favorite team. And follow the Riot Network on Twitter, at the Riot Network, to stay up to date on all your favorite pods. Subscribe, rate, love us where you get your podcasts. My name is Nikki Wolf. Alongside of me, as always, Mr. Colin Hoggard, columnist and contributor for the Riot Report, and has already traded for Patrick Peterson in his Madden franchise. And also, the most huggable member of the show. Oh, I've feel a little bit insulted but probably it's true did we vote on that i mean how do you how america do you get that decided yeah yeah oh did so america decide america, by hugging? america the guy that lives you know down on the first oh, floor america johnson the, collect, yeah oh. collects all the lime scooters that <laughs> yeah, guy <that's> america <laughs> got it mr josh klein managing editor for the riot report co-host of it is what it is ate three philly cheesesteaks and three pieces of pizza in less than 24 hours over the weekend yes and uh, also, I just heard um, most huggable member of the show, which I'm pretty excited <laughs> about. Uh, just won that award. Blade My friend, um, Amer downstairs. Uh, it's like short for something. I'm not sure. Uh, he told me that I was the most huggable. I feel like if you had three cheesesteaks and three pieces of pizza, that would make you a little more huggable. Tough to complete the arm circle around <laughs> me. Hence... Hence the sweater today, I think. Yep, that's right. That's what it is. I look a lot better in the fall and in the winter because I can layer up to hide all the layers underneath, if you know what I'm saying. You're, you're looking <laughs> a little Mr. Rogers-esque. Welcome to the show. It's what fat. is happening right here? <laughs> where, where am I? You just, where, just keep where, it down until you get introduced, all right? A, a, all right, a new please guy. introduce a, me so I can leave. A new guy. <laughs> and I'm going to introduce him so he can leave. Uh, on the one-day contract, Travis Hancock, a.k.a. T-Bone. Co-host and executive producer of the Mac Attack on WFNZ. Yes, everyone clap. Amateur. for myself. Hi. Do you want me to finish your introduction? I do. Please go ahead. God, you're so rude. Amateur I-77 trafficologist. Is that a real thing? It can be. Freshly pedicured and someone that knows every item on the Hickory Tavern menu. Intimately. All true. Yeah. All true. I had the crab dip the other day and I was eating with a spoon, so that's what I'm fresh off of. Um, Like it was soup? Oh, yeah, because you know they, they serve the bread with it? Yes. I ran out of the – I ate the bread. I got nervous and ate the bread, and then I just had nothing left but the spoon and, and crab dip. I don't want to be hugged. You guys can argue about this all day long. Please don't touch me. I don't want, I don't want you hugging me. Uh, you, you could probably hug me. I don't want you hugging me. You, you don't know who he, he pointed, pointed to. At me. You he don't know who he pointed to. Me, he pointed me and Hoggard have hugged many a time. This is my former coworker. I'm just telling you, please, right now, I don't want to be touched. All right? I've been touched today on my feet, to my hoofs. I don't need anyone hugging me right now. Trevor, it's great to have you. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, what was your name again? Uh, I don't know why I laugh every time you say hoofs. Yeah, <laughs> it's a funny word. I'm fresh off a of pedicure. It's in the bio now. I've never. It was the greatest thing. You, Colin, you know me. I've done a lot of great things in my life. You have. That was the greatest experience. I feel like I'm walking on air right now. I feel like I'm a different person. This like, like pre pedicure T bone and post pedicure T bone. I don't know the person before. Like, do, does it feel like weight loss? Like you it, just it, feel it, you're it, like walking lighter. It, it really does. Like I feel like I could go run outrun uh, Dante Jackson right now. Wow, that's Ooh. pretty impressive. So what color did you good. get? <laughs> uh, I didn't get my my feet done. Oh. I, yeah, that was oh. that was debated. <laughs> Wait, debated. you didn't get your feet done? So no, what I mean, did like, you do? There? No, the nails. The, oh, okay. The, yeah, all right, that makes more I'm, sense. Please. 
I was like, you got the pedicure, but I didn't get my feet done. No, I, I just sat the, in the chair. I didn't get the, the nails done. And no. I looked at some people. I thought about it, though. So I know, I know we're, you know, we're, we're leaning forward towards Baltimore week, but I'm just curious, uh, you know, as a guy that gets up every, every morning early and talks to the people, first in the tee box, as an old friend likes to say, I feel like if I know my pan- fellow Panther fans, that a lot of those calls on Monday were like, the, the comeback was great. It was wonderful. I cheered. However, those first three quarters stressed me out just a little bit. Uh, what was the What was the biggest thing that you guys got hit with Monday morning? Were they as measured as that? Were they like, "Excuse me, sir, I have you have to, to keep say. going and not stop talking when you <laughs> when you it's it's <laughs> to the point where the Panthers were four and two, and we have to remind people of that that you're four and two. It's better than being two and five. I had to say that Monday. Hey. Because the Giants like, win, it, dis- it was a disclaimer win. Hey, it, they're not better than being two and four. I think people are excited to be four and two, but they're cautious at the way they've played, and I don't think they're ready to buy in yet. I will say, the 2015 team, we like to romanticize about how great they end up being, and you remember this well, and you do. <coughs> they they didn't start out great and mm-hmm. dominant. It took no. a while. It took what game did it take? Seattle, right? The win over Seattle sort of catapulted them to more dominance. This team hasn't started out great either. That team had a game against New Orleans, against Tampa, against Jacksonville, and eventually they found themselves interesting to see where this team goes after the rally against Philadelphia. Well, everybody assumes that from week one they were in between and they were taking team pictures at after the third quarter. No, That's just not the games. case. No. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it was it was a rough season. I mean, I remember talking about talking to friends and being like, you know what? I don't think this is going to happen for them. Like, I, I mean, yeah, they're 3-1 and one, or they're 3-0, and oh, but like, meh. and then all of a sudden after that Seattle game, it just kind of started rolling. And not to jump too quickly into football because I don't think that we should. But <laughs> That's not why I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this team has a lot of – there's a lot of moving parts that could – gel going forward you know you got three new coordinators you got two two new guys on the offensive line you got a ton of new pass catchers you got Christian McCaffrey in a huge new role like all this stuff is going to take a little bit of time and to expect them to come out guns blazing 38 points in week one I think was a mistake and the new OC hasn't had the full compliment yet either we're still working that in Curtis Samuel coming back and Olsen coming back we haven't really seen him have them for a long time so you're right we'll see where this team goes Midway through the season and beyond. Yeah. Well, they. Uh, uh, so I, I put out. A, uh, I tweeted out at some point like, "Hey, like Norv Turner specifically said he doesn't want this team to peak right now. He wants them to peak in November, December." And people are like, "Oh, but they need to win right now!" And it's just like <laughs> it's one of our callers. That's, <laughs> that's Cletus from Belmont. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hi. They can't. You hey, can't hey, make the playoffs. Hey, hey Mac. Hey Mac. <laughs> hey, can you hear me, Mac? Mac, I'm stuck in traffic, man. I've been, I've been, I'm in the hold for 40 minutes. <laughs> I know. On hold for 40 minutes. I got what? You hung up. <laughs> I can, I can tell when someone's going after Cam or now if someone's got maybe a different opinion on Eric Reed so far. When all of a sudden they go, hey, well, <laughs> <laughs> what's well, it's gonna be? Yep. Here we go. All right. Hey, Colin knows that. Hey. I, I understand that we're four and two. However. <laughs> We also, when we imitate callers, we always give them the same voice no matter what yeah, caller of course. they are. It's yeah. the same. It's like that guy I, has now called for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hi. And there's no, Hi. there's no like, yeah. <laughs> there is no, like, like, there's always Boston. a sense of urgency when you pick up the phone. Hi. Hi. Why do I feel like they all live in Belmont? Are these all your neighbors the, that call in? Some of them. The other one, some too, the other sign that troubles on the horizon is when the guy goes, hey, I love you all show. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> is it followed Uh-oh. by a butt? Big, a big, big fan. Yeah. That happened today. I love and your show. deep breath. I love your show. Uh oh. Yeah. My <laughs> but 
we get a lot of we get a lot of emails and and texts and tweets, and most of them start with. Big Panther fan here. Like, that's all every time. Big Panther fan here. Since 1994. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Big Panther fan here. Now let me tell you my problem. And it's like, okay, all right, yeah, I, I, I get I it. You don't grievance. have to. You don't have to. I have a grievance. <laughs> you don't have to couch it at first. One of my cool. one of my favorite callers ever recently. My favorite caller ever recently. That sounds. <laughs> one of my favorite callers was one recently. Your favorite rookie Hall of Famers. Yeah. When the guy said, "Hey, <laughs> I've been a fan of this team since 1991." <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know oh. if you have or not. Wow, you really, he was you believing. really saw things. He was yeah, believing. Yeah. You really Yikes. saw some things. He was in. <laughs> he knew. Also from Belmont, that call. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually Colin. Kings Mountain. Was Colin. That was Kings Mountain. Kings Mountain. <laughs> Kings Mountain, Colin called in. We've got Jimmy from Hickory. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. I don't have a call. I'll just hang up and listen. It's like, you just said, hey. You don't even. Yeah. Hey, when, when are we going to see more of that golden fella? Yep. <laughs> the golden fella. Marquise Haynes needs to be active. It's ridiculous. I have hey, opinions. Hey, did, did they sign C.J. Anderson because he does interior decorating? <laughs> that's a, that's been a problem too. Is the people that there's a C.J. Anderson uh, Hive fan club? Oh that yeah, just yeah. is so angry right now, and it just gets worse and worse, worse and worse and worse. The Washington game, one of the big things was, is this guy alive? Is he alive? <laughs> I changed the life. voice of the caller. Yeah. <laughs> Panthers Twitter account gets a proof of life request, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't answer the question because I wasn't sure myself. I'm like. I, it's, I, I assume he is. Yeah, Did he make the trip? I can't actually tell you that. <laughs> we yeah. know CJ gets better when his post-game tweet says, I'm going to get better. He'll tweet out, I'm going to be better. Oh, he was there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he is ready. Well, now that we've talked uh, uh, football for a little bit, let's go back to important things. Whoever skipped this segment like they usually do, they're going to be so sad. Because <laughs> most people, <laughs> they skip Belmont. ahead. That's yep. true. That's true. I'm used to people skipping my segments, so (laughs) don't even. (laughs) This time it's not the host, though. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, don't even worry about it. (laughs) So Nikki's super important question this week comes from iTunes. Yay. Because how do you get a super important question on the air? You leave it in your review. So our first one, it comes from us. From Cheeto again. Yeah, so he he hit you on Twitter and on iTunes. He's not very smart. He ain't no dummy. It's very smart. He likes to hear his name on the air. Is that his real name? I don't think so. No. I hope so. We don't insist on that. <laughs> we don't. We don't, we don't. Cheeto Eugene Johnson. <laughs> we, don't, we don't ask for a birth uh, certificate. Junior. 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 Yeah. Cheeto Eugene Johnson junior. junior. Well, see, the young people remember Junior. Senior, he was a heftier oh, fellow. He was, they called him Puff. Yeah. Puff. Puff. Which brings us to the question. <laughs> Very Hug, attractive. Ready? I would call him Flamin' Hot. Go ahead. Huggable. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Crunchy or poofy? Um, well... I'm gonna assume. Hey, I'm gonna. Hey, I got an opinion on. I got a question. Crunchy or poofy? I'll hang up and listen. I hope we're big fan here. Talking snack foods. I hope. Uh, Uh, That's how I would interpret it from someone named Cheeto. That's true. Good point. All came full circle. Can you repeat the question in case at this time it might provide some clarity that seemed impossible to grasp? Are there any the first run? I need a beer. Are there any more words? In the question? Crunchy or poofy? All right. From Cheeto. Good selection. Oh, okay. Come on. Okay. All right. All right. So, so cheese puffs yeah. or crunchy, crunchy Cheetos. Cheetos. Yeah. Uh, I think there's only one answer, there and is. you'd be a fool to say poofs. The thing is, is that... <laughs> oh, I have a oh, feeling I know what go. Colin's about to say. <laughs> well, step brother. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> here's the problem, is that um, the, the poofy cheese puffs... I get it. They're in the title. Now now I'm 
I'm, now that I'm thinking, I'm in my own head. The cheese puffs this is not the are most always going to be. Listen, they're like dollar store snacks. Those che- the poofy Stop. cheese the poofy puffs ones? are dollar store snacks. Cheetos are inherently okay. crunchy. Okay. Well, Kay. I'm so glad that Travis is here because as a snack it's food me. aficionado it's me over here, yeah, that uh, you know this. If you can't tell the difference between cheap cheese puffs. And, and quality cheese puffs, then you are not qualified to answer this question, I don't think. All of them taste cheap. Boom. That's what I think. Are you guys aware that Planners brought back the cheese balls? You know, in the, really? in the tin? Yeah, they were back in the tin. Now. In the tin? Yeah. Why? Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, I like that. I found them by accident when I was looking for Cheetos, ironically. <laughs> are you sure they brought them back? <laughs> are you sure they brought them back? Or were you with the, uh, what's that, Le- Eli's? No, what's the place? The, <laughs> the what? Elroy's? What's the place? Well, excuse America's? Me? No. <laughs> no, the, the, oh, come on. The guy that's got the discount place. This is the name. Aldi's? No, no, the guy's name. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you and me shop at the <laughs> same way. <laughs> <wavelength. laughs> Um, Puffs of Al- cheese. Is it Ollie's? They save money by, oh, Ollie's is a place. Okay. Right. They have with, the, with the cartoon yep. drawing. Ollie's yeah. bargain outlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My yeah. place. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, didn't yeah. Bring back, they didn't bring back the cheese balls. Those are just still remaining. <laughs> can we just – I'm going to say Cheetos, but I haven't eaten a lot lately because – Oh, here we go. Listen. Oh, here we oh, go. Gosh. Was at the grocery Nick, store. I went on a Cheeto binge recently. Right. One afternoon, like 12 in the afternoon. Not proud of my time of day. Like a one-plus bagger? Uh, n- not quite, but oh. enough to really stain your finger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at the grocery store buying some stuff, and I look down, and my fingers are so orange. Oh, no. And I didn't notice, and I realized I've got – oh, no, I've got Cheeto fingers. <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, hide my fingers, and there's nothing you can do at that point, right? You're yeah. in. And, I, and I, by the way, I had walked around the whole store, so people are like, he's got Cheeto fingers. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, I've got a problem. Yeah. I've got a problem, and, so and you I don't know what to do. And I – Cheeto fingers is why doesn't the bag of Cheetos come with a with a with a wipe on it? That's a great wow. question. It really should. Wow. Discuss amongst yourselves yeah. here, like like a cracker jack I'll hang fries, up and listen. but for responsible. Like right on right on the bag, it just has a little bit of a wipe. That way, you don't end up with Cheeto fingers. The Cheeto fingers might be the most embarrassing thing I've ever had to deal with. I mean, that is it. not true. I can I can I can <laughs> assuredly say that. What if I you took it not. even a step further and you had Cheeto eating gloves? Okay, we'll whoa, see whoa, now. Whoa, I feel whoa, like we're. Whoa. <laughs> oh, now that Not crossed a, the line. Yes, see, that's a yes, crazy yes idea. that did cross the line when you're like, you know what? I've got enough money to go get a pair of gloves. It's obnoxious. For my Cheeto eating. It's obnoxious, <laughs> quite frankly. I yeah. just wanted a what? little wipe. You can just. Do this. What about chopsticks? <laughs> Cheeto chopsticks? Cheeto sticks. I feel like this is a thing. I feel like there are women that eat Cheetos with chopsticks. I feel like, I feel like they probably or they eat it with yeah, because you can't eat it with a fork. Obviously, right. a spoon is not really conducive. How else do you eat it? Chopstick uh, makes sense to me. By the way, cheese puffs slightly aged is the correct answer. While we're amongst friends, can I tell you my what my idea I had for Cheetos one day that was a complete <laughs> utter disaster? Yes, I crunched them all up in a bowl and, and like mashed them almost, and said, "I'm going to make a grilled cheese out of this. Mm. I'm going to use the Cheetos crunched up as the cheese to make a grilled cheese." Let me tell you what didn't. How'd work it out. go? Horrible. Not so good. Absolutely awful. <laughs> you know it doesn't it did, melt. It, it doesn't melt. <laughs> it didn't melt at all. Because so it's a snack. I was just pan frying Cheetos. Oh my god! What are, that's the that's the dumbest thing I've ever done. Should, it was so I just, stupid. I want. <laughs> And that's how T-Bone won wish, Iron Chef America. I only yep. wish that I could be there to watch the, yeah. the wheels turning in that moment. People question, like, hey, why isn't this guy married anymore? We can look back to that day right there. It's probably <laughs> one of the reasons why. Because I made it for her. It, it Well, and it was a bad Thanksgiving. Was yeah, exactly. Well, you guys, I, you guys, I, I really, you guys are a lot of fun. You talk and about a lot of random stuff. And I like really this. Tried to, yeah. <laughs> I do. tried to 
glue together a bunch of bacon bits, and it didn't work either. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I um I owe Colin an apology. No, oh, geez, here oh. we go. Mark down the time. Timestamp. You're not alone. You're not alone. Five twenty nine. We all do. We got into a very heated conversation about Milky Ways a couple weeks ago. I don't think it was really a heated conversation. I just I think it was more bullying. Than yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you made a poor decision well, about Milky Ways to say that you like them. I believe that I thought Milky Ways and Three Musketeers were the same thing. So I don't think I can have a stance <laughs> oh on Milky God. Ways. Oh, same, same thing. Did, uh, did you hear the that hits? audible groan <laughs> from <laughs> Kevin? Oh, my. <laughs> just, just the lack of oh. respect. Mm. The, I the, thought they were the, the same thing. I'm pretty sure. Because it's a known fact mm. that Three Musketeers blows away Milky Ways, right? What? Well, oh. No, I mean, come on. Three months. I said it, and I put my hand on the table when I said it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Milky Way. No. Now, yeah, no. Milky Way. It's The problem still is that it's not crunchy, and we will talk about this multiple times throughout this season. Offensive line party chat, a recurring segment. Milky Way denigration, also a recurring segment. And let's. Go. I need a crunch in my candy. I, Kit Kat fan I over agree. here. Yes. Big Kit oh. Kat fan. Oh, yeah, they are good. You actually, I think that was what I chose, right? Yeah. I'm yes. also a Snickers ice cream fan. Snickers ice cream bar. But they don't sell those in the vending machine. I do like a Snickers ice cream bar. Yeah, it's really good. Better than a regular Snickers. There it is. I said it. <laughs> okay. All right. That opinion did not go over well. All right. So let's just go to our favorite regular segment that we have to do every week because, I mean, it's got to be talked about. Offensive line party chat. This is the run game edition. The second week in a row we're talking about this flat run game here. At what point do we get worried, or are we worried? Um, I think you're going to be worried for another week because mm. Baltimore's defense is redonkulous. Is that okay to say? I don't. Oh I think I, I think it's a well, come slight. back to 2018, please. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's a, a slight <laughs> over uh, exaggeration for my peep over there, if you will. Oh God, <laughs> year, my for year. my homie. Whatever, Broski. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think they're. I don't think they're. The, I think they're. I think they're a good defense. We'll talk about them, but I think they're a good defense. I don't think they're redonkulous. Well, I wouldn't I, worry about it yet because I, going into that game, I felt like it wasn't going to be a, a big McCaffrey run game because you mm-hmm. can't run it straight ahead against Philadelphia and expect a lot of results. You had to use a lot of a lot of cam, a lot of gadgets if you wanted to run against them, whether it be DJ Moore or Curtis Samuel, a little bit of different designs. I didn't think this was going to be a monster McCaffrey game against Philly. I don't think it will be against Baltimore per se either, so I'm not too worried about it just yet. So we have a couple weeks until until Tampa Bay – so it's like you just table the discussion, kind of like, okay, so if they don't run well against against Baltimore, then it's kind of like it, it just adds to you know how like there's nothing that Hi. the no, nothing <laughs> that the media loves to do more than say stuff like, hey man, <laughs> Chris McCaffrey uh, averaged three point two yards the past two weeks and five point two yards in the four games before that, like that. That is a thing that's just going – that number is probably either going to continue Guess or what? go down against Baltimore. That number is going to go up, and it's going to go down, and yeah. then it's going to go up again. <laughs> and, then, and then another week, it may go up one more time, and then after that, it's going to go down. Yeah, when now, you who get is down this? Seven, when you get down 17 nothing back-to-back weeks, you're not going to have huge rushing what? numbers. What? Yeah. Stop. You're not, you're now not you're talking run. crazy. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Three I'm, scores I'm down. I didn't mean to throw some logic on the stew here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what – yeah, we don't deal with that. No, I'm sorry. The, I'm from a very logical show. I actually, <laughs> I actually think that this could be the return of C.J. Anderson because I think against the Baltimore defense, it's important to keep running it. 
against this defense because you do not want them to know that you're one-dimensional. The reason the Panthers were able to come back in, on Sunday against Philadelphia is because they were one-dimensional because if you look back, all the times they tried to run, including third and short, fourth and short, every yard was a battle in the second half. And so they became one-dimensional. That's what you cannot have against Baltimore um, and particularly against that de- that defense. Well, they're not as redonkulous as we think, apparently, but we're going to get to that at some point yeah. in the second segment. Uh, I don't really <sighs> – I think you should be a little bit worried because I think that this, if this team is going to identify as a as a run team, which obviously Rivera wants them to, he says it every week. So okay, 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 no, okay, okay. Hang up. My hand is. I'll hang up and listen. My hand is in the air. All right, I'm waiting patiently until you're done. I. I think that Rivera wants them to be a running team, and he says it every single week. And if you're going to be a running team, you cannot. My problem is not with the numbers of yardage that they're getting on each run; is that they are abandoning the run immediately. They go down seven nothing, and they're like, "Well, we got to pass now." And it's like they're seventeen nothing in the fourth is a different story than ten nothing in the second. And they are not running the ball when they're down ten nothing. They're they're trying it, and it's not working. And then they just completely abandon it. Where does where does this panic come from? It's got to be some with Rivera, right? Because it was the same thing with the previous offensive coordinator where they would yep. – get, and that's different. We Obviously, Norv is much more accomplished than Mike Shule, but there is a sense of panic that has to come from up top with the head coach, right? Am well, I, I missing – well, I, I do. Th- I do think that's where it comes from. I think people have lost confidence in Riverboat Ron, and that's actually an important conversation we need to have about this week coming up in light of the uh, of Baltimore's game on Sunday. Um, when Rivera says they need they want to be a run team, I I think a lot of times it's really about controlling the clock. And this Panthers defense, and this is the case for most NFL defenses, looks a whole lot better when they're standing on the sideline. And the less time that defense spends out there, the better they're going to look. The way you get there is by trying to run the ball. If this team comes out and just throws pass, 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 this defense is going to get exposed. When this team has drives extended on it, they have they have trouble. So this desire to be a run team in, a, in, a, in 2018 where it's not the same game, and Christian McCaffrey's not a traditional run game back, um, that I, I really think that it is a positive way for him to say what they believe, which is they need to control the ball and they need to control the clock and they want to be leading and that means running. And the, like, all of these things, this is the best way to say it rather than say I don't want my defense out there a whole lot and everything else. It's, it's weird to, to question the running game and the defense of a Panther football team, but so far this season we've had to do that, haven't we? Normally, at this point in the season, we could count on the defense, yeah. right? No matter what the offense is doing, we could say that defense will be there drive after drive after drive. It's been a little bit odd this year that the defense has had moments as well where you don't know what to expect out of them. Well, it's like they're playing Baltimore this week, and Baltimore has been so good on defense for so long. It feels like for literally my entire lifetime, you think about the Baltimore Ravens, or I guess as long as the Baltimore Ravens have existed, they have been great at defense. And I asked some of the players, like, how, do you, how does that come about? And they said it's all about culture and leadership in the locker room, and it gets passed down. And then they said, that's something that we would like to bring here. And it, it kind of like, Rivera said the same thing. I would, I'm would, i jealous of that. I'd like for that to be here. And it's like, well, isn't, isn't it here, kind of? And, like, the fact that you are scared when Cam Newton completes a 
uh, a, a game-winning drive, and then he turns it back over to the defense with a minute left. It happened last year a couple times. Turns it back over to the defense with a minute left. It's like it's a lot of time for whoever the oppo- whoever the opposing quarterback because do you, is. Do you feel comfortable right now with this defense if they're playing a playoff game against the Rams or they're in the in New Orleans against this? Even the Vikings, who I think are going to get better and better. <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable right now. I, I may down the line, but we're talking about a game against the Giants, who are terrible. Washington, yep. who's okay, I guess. In Philadelphia, who hasn't really been the same team all year, we're not exactly playing the the upper echelon teams here and haven't looked good against those teams at times. But I do think, as we've talked about the running game, Washington is is a very they stout are. defensive yeah, front. They really that's, are. A, that's a that's a tough bunch, and um, we we talked about them. As as I look at this um, at this team and, and and their trajectory, I I do think that they're. You mentioned Minnesota. They're a team that is similarly with a new quarterback. I think on the on the long trajectory, that they're they're looking long game, and, and it's a little bit dangerous, you know, in the NFL to do that. But I do think they're a team that can peak peak later, and I think this this Panther team is, is uh, of that ilk too. I, you know, so I, I think they're right in the mix as far as you know, is everybody in the NFC? As far as the NFC goes, when the year began, we talked so much about how deep the conference was, but some teams would fall off. Right, Saints, Rams, and the I put NFC the Vikings. East. Yep, the Vikings I put up there because I think by the end of the year they're going to be one of. So Saints, Rams, Vikings, tier one. I put the Panthers right below that, but teams like the Eagles, the Falcons. The Packers, teams we thought would be in the mix, just simply aren't as good as we thought they were going to be. I really think there is a Super Bowl parade enjoyment level. Like, there's a corollary to how much the team enjoys that parade. How much they enjoy the parade. They have a heart attack? Too many Cheetos. Full circle. Back around. Philly enjoyed the parade too much. I mean, and now the next year you pay the price. That's what happens. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not sure that we can correlate the amount that they enjoyed themselves in February. 100. Oh, they were 100%. on there. It is. It's out. Eating horse manure. They enjoyed it a little too much. Josh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, was that Carson Wentz? But also, like, just <laughs> my like when you when the Panthers gave the ball back to the Eagles, even with whatever a minute 44 left, did you have confidence in the defense to stop them? I did or not. when they had that pass interference, we're like, here we go. But that's when James Bradbury, the uh, superhero, had his pass interference. Yeah. Right. The greatest one of all time. I mean, I'll be honest. The, the greatest the minute, Nakamura of all time. The minute we scored, and I looked at the clock, the first thing that I said was, too much time. Hashtag well, too much time. Too hashtag much time. TMT. Um, <laughs> <laughs> take that, Floyd. Um, that the first play, when they got right down there, they ran a pass in a situation where, and I get it, maybe you're trying to fool them, but you stop the clock. It is a perfect example of an opportunity for them to manage the game well, and they did. Mm-hmm. Even though I they came I, back and won, yep. that was that was definitely like a, I mean, just a head scratcher. Yeah, I feel like I tweeted something like that. Like, why are you passing the ball in this yeah, situation? That's pretty much exactly what I tweeted. Yeah, like, why? <laughs> why? Like, why? You're at the one, right? Yeah. They were at the one? And they yep. passed it just on run. first down. Just run, burn some. Either you burn some seconds, yeah, or you you know make them. Uh, I mean, and they, then it's like they almost caught it, like caught up to them, and they're like, "Oh no, we should run." Yeah. Like once they had a chance to kind of. Oh, the, uh, you know what happens when you throw an incompletion? The clock stops. Yeah, <laughs> let's not do that one again. Don't call that one again. There's a. Uh, That's then, not yeah. my Rivera impression, by the way. I, I was wondering who yes. you were. That was a, a sideline Sort of sounded like Larry Fedora a little bit. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was either going to make a Fedora or Nebraska joke, and I didn't know which way to go. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't, you Watch couldn't it. quite get there. <laughs> Watch it. Fedora was safe, Nebraska's won recently, haven't they? <laughs> Luckily, I don't know the name of the Nebraska coach, so it's not a big Scott deal. Scott Frost? 
Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's right. Oh, oh geez. All right. He's in a fit of rage. And this is going to be great. I have a lot of Seething. feelings right now. Seething. I'm only here for one day, by the way. You so. may, you may, you, you may <laughs> be witnessing, witnessing a murder <laughs> through an audio medium. I mean, I went on your show and we talked about Scott Frost for what 20 minutes. We did. That was my last podcast I did. Was she was on there? <laughs> and then, and then, and the then they canceled it. They were like, "What? Uh, I heard you guys talked about Scott Frost for 20 minutes. So uh, let's <laughs> I, just pull I, all I, these." I, I liked it. We no. talked about Scott Frost and I believe Hickory Tavern. We yeah. did. Hey, we did. Ht. So Cam's leading this team in rushing. Is that a good thing or slightly concerning? Um, I mean, whatever. Like he just, it, I feel like from game to game that's going to happen. He's part of the run game. I wrote about this last year when everybody's freaking out about how he was leading the team in rushing every year. He's part of that run. Like that is well, just who this team it, is. No, but because his critics don't want to include his run stats, exactly. you cannot, you can't consider Praise. running. <laughs> Part of the, the quarterback package. Praise By the way, Lamar Jackson this week. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. When people want to bring up Cam, I love when they just post or tweet or mention on TV Joe just, Buck. just the passing numbers. Uh, hey, the rushing numbers count, by the way. Yeah. Those actually matter. If you actually factor those in, that's the whole package of Cam. That's Cam's whole deal. So please include those. If you're watching this, Fox, please include those. <laughs> but it's, but it's very Fox's difficult. It's very difficult to to win football games. History shown it's very difficult to run football uh, win football games running the ball. It's very no simple. one's ever done that. Before. No, yeah, no, not with defense either. <laughs> no. uh, it does win championships though. Yeah, no, it does. the The thing with um the thing with Cam's rushing numbers that I always think are hilarious is that like literally he's he has 40 more touchdowns than anyone else. Like in than any other quarterback in that period of time. And it's just like, everybody's like, ma, but ooh, throws a lot of oh, interceptions. Well, but you but know, Aaron Rodgers got some mobility back there. Yep, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Alex Smith can move around. Yep, same thing. Yeah. You got it. When they, they run that it. zone read with Alex Smith, it's tough to contain. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, I guess it is. I could be completely off here, Colin. Did Michael Vick, did Mike, not, not everything that he did. I'm talking about the quarterback, Michael Vick. Before, when he was at his best, did he get, was he criticized like Cam was? No, to, be, to but he level? went to Green, if you don't if you recall, different he, world maybe Twitter he, wasn't around. Well, I guess. here's here's the thing: at that time, there was actually a lot of black quarterbacks, and it, it they kind of you know kind of went away, and then Cam came back and was kind of the new generation. But he wasn't unique. There was Quincy um, Quincy Carter. Carter. There was Aaron Brooks, McNabb, Dante Culpepper. McNair. You know, you're at the end of Randall Cunningham. McNair's winning an MVP. Like, being a black quarterback in 2003 wasn't being a black quarterback in 2011. It sounds weird to say. But he was criticized, but he also went to Green Bay and won and was the first, you know, visiting quarterback to ever do that. That's the thing. The thing I don't get about this argument is I understand that there's this type of, you know – I mean, the NFL films guy, the guy that has the canisters of tape of every quarterback from Johnny Unitas on, that has a way that he thinks quarterback is is supposed to be best played. And he that's what they like watching. Look, watching Aaron Rodgers operate in the two-minute drill is fascinating. So is watching Cam operate in the two-minute drill. Does it look the same? No. But because there's this predisposition to the idea is that quarterback is – throwing the ball as accurately as he can, 15 yards down the field, right into his receiver's arms, time after time after time, that that's how we describe greatness as quarterback. And so as a result, you don't appreciate the guy that is playing in a way that people say is impossible to play. We have a name for the guy he described, by the way, Josh. You know what the name of that guy? Bill Polian. That's the name of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. it's Bill also, Polian. It's a nickname. Is that a nickname? Yeah, it's a nickname. Yeah, old Bill. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about – you say – 
Aaron Rodgers to watch in the two-minute drill is is fascinating to watch. Cam Newton to watch in in a two-minute drill, also fascinating, but in a completely different way. We are not even a year removed from Cam Newton having a 62-yard rush against the Minnesota Vikings to win them that game. Like, they were not going to win that game. And because of that run, which no other quarterback in the NFL can make, there are not a lot of running backs in the NFL that can make that run. Because of that play, they won that game, and that that is the kind of thing that Cam Newton brings to that no other quarterback does. But he ran it though; that doesn't count. Exactly, it doesn't, it doesn't they, count. they don't count. It doesn't count, yeah. except for except for if you're Michael Vick and you do it against the Vikings or something like that. Then it counts. Sure, all of or or against but, the Panthers, yeah. or in the Vikings in overtime. Yeah. Um, but but also Michael Vick when you saw then you know Twitter wasn't a thing these you know social media wasn't a thing but so when you saw Michael Vick he was typically rolling out and then throwing a ball at an incredible rate of speed into Algie Crumpler's hands <laughs> <laughs> Algernon Darius shouts to Algie Crumpler yeah. Yeah. Tar Heel some right here um, or or running around and making incredible plays like I think he played in a more he, he and he kept a lower profile in a lot of ways. Than Cam for a while. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until he went to jail. As a as a football player, he wasn't as uh, right. as big of a character as as, as, as showy, if you will. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was I, nice to hear Chris Carter everything that he said after that game about the fact you know if this was Tom Brady. Oh yeah. You know, Jerry well, Wright said the, the same thing in the locker room today. He the, said if that was Brady or Rogers, y'all would be talking about it for the next year. And because it's Cam, everybody's like, well, 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 well they can do it again. The story was Philadelphia also collapsing. Yeah. That's a national right. brand. That's a Super Bowl de- defending champions. I kind of get that. I kind of knew going in that it wasn't going to be a Panther rally more so than it was a – It I was mean, either going to be Philly's – Philly got right or Philly's – Exactly. You know, still not right. And, and, and that was the way the national storyline was going to break in that situation. At the same time uh, – Aaron Rodgers did come back from 17 down, and how long did that carry the news cycle? Carried it for about a day, and it was in a primetime game when everybody was watching instead of at 1 o'clock. So, that, it, you know, it, Aaron Rodgers actually just did the exact same thing, and it was a bigger deal, but it was also the way he executed down the stretch and coming back from an injury that Rogers. made, that, that made a, 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 a bigger story. So was, I think a little bit that? of that is inflated. That's the old State Farm That's ad. That's the State Farm ad. Oh, Rogers! I thought it was, some, yeah. I thought it was a caller. It's one of my sound effects on the radio show. I don't have that with me, so I have to just make them up on my own here. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you got the job done. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. So I, I just feel like while we're talking about this particular instance, uh, Tom Brady has 43 game-winning drives in his career. That's mm-hmm. a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Since Cam Newton came into the league, he has mm-hmm. 17. Same number as Cam Newton. So that's pretty good. That's that's and, a good stat. And, and you know, Brady's and, never beat Cam. And Cam mm. and, and Cam should probably thank Luke for that tremendous defense he played on Gronk uh, yeah. to help uh, legal yeah. legal defense. <laughs> he was between the man Textbook. and the basket. Between the man Textbook. and the basket on that one, great <laughs> great defense. He was in the circle. Right? He was, so they can't yeah, call was. it. You can't, can't touch me. You can't touch me. Don't touch me. So before we move out of our favorite segment, we got to know what's happening with Matt Khalil. Oh, um, see y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now do I sound like a caller? I think it's just really int- – I just think here's, – here's, we're not going to talk about this for very long. I think it's very interesting that Matt Khalil w- will tell us in the locker room that he feels great and he's ready to take on a bigger workload and yet has not started practicing yet. 
That's all I'm going to say. We have seen Chris Clark the last couple of games start to regress a little bit. <laughs> Look like a backpack. <laughs> I mean, he was, to be fair, he was working at Trader Joe's before they signed him. I, did I make that up? Or is no, that that's the Cosby show guy. But, uh, that's yeah. the Cosby show guy. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong story. Anyway, we'll put Chris Clark at Trader <laughs> yeah. Joe's, hypothetically speaking. Sure. He was a Trader Joe's employee. He started to look like a Trader Joe's employee lately. I think that they're waiting for the heat-seeking missiles to come at Cam's head like in the preseason. Once once Cam's under fire, they may have to, unfortunately, look to Matt Khalil again, I, which may also get Cam uh, near death also. Yeah. But still. I, I also think it's about a guy's confidence in that if if they don't really think Matt Khalil is going to come back and make a marked difference on that offensive line, then you sit Chris Clark and say – and then put Khalil back up there, and then you have confidence in Khalil to stay healthy – and then you got to try and, and and Clark's got to be a professional. He's a guy that came off the street, and I'm sure he'll do the right thing and show up to work on time and do every, you know everything by the book. But if the if the line is, is you think is playing well enough, why make changes? Just why make changes? And Cam, the way he plays, doesn't need Cam can escape some offensive line issues. You know that's it, that's his style. It's the when he goes back to pass and has absolutely no time. When that starts happening over and over and over again, I mean, for crying out loud, his. Cam Jordan nicknamed Matt Khalil Speed Bump McGee. Okay, I mean that's a serious, that's an honest nickname. Do we for, want for a, a division rival? And they play him twice at the end of the year. Do we want Speed Bump McGee rematching with Cam Jordan again? I don't necessarily want to see that, but unfortunately, you have to go with what your options are. And at some point, you may have to go back to him if Chris Clark Trader Joe does not perform at a high level or just a serviceable level. Then you have to go back to the high paid man. That's fair. Speed Bump McGee versus Trader Joe. There you go. I just made up a complete storyline. I love it. I love <laughs> Steve McGee versus Trader Joe. And shout out to the only <laughs> CRW3 who points out every time we post a picture of Matt Khalil that he looks like Rusev, which he oh, does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Khalil, when you post that picture, by the way, does not look happy to be going back to practice. No, not at all. Doesn't, does he? No. He wants to go work at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the, tar- the peanut butter cups. The yes, dark he chocolate wants to ones the, he that wants they to put at the, the checkout that I buy every time because I'm like, well, I probably need these as well. Yep. Why did I have Chris Clark at Trader Joe's? Put them in the put that. them in the freezer. Those are that's a pro tip. Really? I have yeah. a bag in my oh, freezer yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. They're I do. The lemon cookies are really good at Trader Joe's. Too. Ooh, yeah. Try those. What out. if you crush them up and uh, <laughs> and then make lemonade with them? <laughs> I mean, add some water. I had an honest moment where I. Now I'm getting ridiculed for it. I thought we were amongst friends. No one was going to know about that. You're going to edit that out of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks. And we're going to edit out this part, too, the lemons into lemon, lemon cookies into yeah. lemonade. Thank do you. you. Do you need a hug? <laughs> no, I don't. I told you I don't like hugs. Yeah. If only we would know somebody that was huggable. So, uh, Colin, right I believe you want to talk about Twitter. Oh, oh I want to talk about Twitter. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about it. I can't oh, wait. I, I, I mean, I'm just – I'm fascinated – by by I think just game day Twitter in general. Like and I don't think it's just I don't think it's exclusive to Panther Twitter. But um are are, are these people enjoying the experience? They, they it just it does not seem like anyone that is on Twitter is excited to be watching a contest between the Panthers and Eagles. Like everyone is miserable. Am, am I am I inventing this? Like it's either it's either run CMC Luke's the greatest Hall of Fame camp. Like it's either it's it's up to a hundred, or it is at negative three thousand. I have a, a guy that I follow. I won't mention his name, but he he wants Eric Washington fired every possession. Yeah, and I have to point out you can't fire him during the game. 
I know Vontae Davis retired well, during the game, but you're not gonna you're not gonna all of a sudden go, hey, uh, <laughs> eat, eat up, get over here, and bring your bring your and he's got a suitcase and a, and a box. That's not how it works. So quit tweeting about it. You're not gonna fire the guy in the middle of a game. It never happens that way. That's a fireable offense. That's a fireable offense right there. <laughs> My thing I mean, that geez, I. Gee whiz. I just always try to remind people on Twitter that, like, the other team is, like, they're professional athletes. They get paid to do a job, too. So, like, when – like <laughs> it, say it just like that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like education. Yeah, well, it's just – it's he pops in with a little information. I don't go – Mr. Fan. Rogers Just fine here with the message. I don't go all caps on them. But, like, when people are like, oh, oh complete pass to Beckham, Bradbury should be cut. And it's like, come on, man. Like – it pumped the brakes. I just don't see like the, like there are people from the Panther community that I thoroughly enjoy and have had long conversations with <laughs> oh, for over many years that I would consider them as internet friends or mm. whatever whatever that level is that just seem utterly miserable for three and a half hours, really no matter what. And and there's some of them that tweet so many times. That there's no way they're actually watching the game, and then they then they rally, and it's like, well, that was great, but why were we behind so much? Like they don't they don't <laughs> yeah, actually. Like, I had a guy like, on I had a guy on Sunday that was so miserable that they that they were down. Then I said, can you enjoy the win for like ten? Can you just they won yeah. the game, fella? Can you just? You know, you're, they're not going to fire Rivera after a win here, okay? Just yeah. settle down, C- I, keep cool, calm down. I just want to know who's having fun on Twitter during Panther games. I'm just curious if there's like an oasis where I could escape to, where I could you know talk about. Fun stuff about the game that we're witnessing rather than just firing coaches, <laughs> replacing players. <laughs> All right, like, that's it. That's it. Or, or this isn't what David Tepper bought. <laughs> 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 this is not the team that David Tepper paid $1.6 billion to watch back. on Sunday. Our caller's back again, isn't he? He sounds like he does. Cle- from Belmont. Definitely, Cletus, definitely right? from Belmont. Cletus from Belmont. Cletus from Belmont back. I just I, – I, I, I want because I, you know, sometimes I'm sitting Hi. at the house watching watching the game. Like, hey, let's see how my other Panther fans are enjoying this game. Oh, oh, oh no, oh, oh no. no, the house is on fire, y'all! <laughs> every Sunday, every stinking Sunday, yeah. unless unless they're up three scores, and then it's a ghost town. <laughs> I haven't said anything about firing anybody this year. Hi. <laughs> That's good. Last year, I believe I had to say it 875 times. That's fair. Shula, we do not miss you. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, Shula is um, coaching one of my other teams right now, so that's not going too well either. So Shula has just followed me around for a while. Do you guys even have a 53-man roster at this point? Uh, no, they, no they've, they've tried to get rid of all of them. It's Barkley and Beckham and the remains of Eli Manning. I love I love yeah. the idea that, that Gettleman got the message wrong to, to trade Eli or to get rid of Eli, Eli yeah. and got rid of the wrong Eli. Yeah. I'm, I like that working. That theory. is fun. But to your point about this Twitter stuff – I don't think that's something that's just limited to a Panthers fan base because no. if you watch it like Nebraska football, it's the same way. I yeah. feel like it's this way with every team, especially when you go through a season where you do have some growing pains. And but that's well, football. Even if you don't Look, have that's sports. Pains. Name a that's random sports. coach. Name a random coach. I'm going to Twitter search fire that coach's name. Oh, this is Scott fun. Frost. <laughs> fire Scott Frost. Okay. That's all over the place. Is it really? He's I mean, this is his talking, first season, it. and he started out zero and six, and people are like, "Fire him!" Or the headlines on all the national ones that don't know anything. It's like, 
Well, do you think Scott Frost is going to get fired? No, Coming he's not going to get fired. Coming off national title? We're seven you, games in. Yeah, do you think that <laughs> – Here it is. A USA Today piece on how much it would cost to fire Scott Frost with a sure. buyout. This is USA Today. It would cost $26 million. That I thought it would be like a like a personal – I didn't know it was actual news articles about Scott Frost. It was an actual I bet, story. I bet somebody wants to click on that, though. Well, it's the thing is, is also, do you think that Philly fans wanted to fire Doug Peterson after they blew a 17-point lead? They won the Super well, Bowl wait, seven wait. games ago, well, the, and you mean, you mean fire the Doug Peterson is trending still today. You mean the coach that, that, that blew past the outdated, out, outmoded Ron Rivera in the first half with his, with his gambles? You mean that coach, the coach that clearly proved yeah. superior in the first half that of coach. a regular season game that yep. he was – Okay. I wish we'd have hired by the him. way, and by the way, they, the the other thing too is you look at that. You know, the coach as much people is pra- heaping praise on him. What did he do at the end of the game? Did they go for the first down? They go for the touchdown because that's what people crush Rivera for. And then here comes the guy that they're saying this is the guy that is better than you. And what does he do at the end of the game? Exactly what Ron Rivera did the week before. Here's an and both fan of them please. are wrong, mind you. But the point just being that. Uh, Crowning people in the middle of week seven in the first half of a one o'clock Sunday game. Eh. Yeah. If you want to crown them, then crown them. Yeah. Here's a uh, Eagle fan at 4.50 this morning t- talking to a writer. Don't be surprised to, that they fired Doug Peterson and hired John DiFilippo for next season. <laughs> Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Yeah. I'm Don't be surprised. I called it. Yep. <laughs> called it. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hey, this is Matt from Mount Vernon. You can check my mentions. <laughs> <laughs> I called it. I called it. I called it. All right. Let's take a quick break when we come back. This is why people hate us, by the way. Why? It's this last conversation about uh, yelling at people on Twitter. Oh, there's a lot no, of reasons no, people hate me. I don't think it's specific I just want to know that. if there is a fun place to hang out with people online during the game. That, uh, that Because Twitter is not it. I'd encourage you to <laughs> check out theriotreport.com slash Twitter, where you can find all of our writers in one fancy place. Check out my feed. It's very huggable. <laughs> <laughs> He's not huggable, Internet but his huggable. feed is. We'll it's be back right crum- after this talking Baltimore preview. What's up, guys? Den here from the Keep Pound Den podcast. I'm sure you're enjoying listening to whoever had the honor of signing their one-day contract with the Riot Report this week. If you enjoy this podcast, come hang with Bobby, Chris, and I later in the week as we preview every Panthers game leading up to game day and then hit it live on the post-game Sunday immediately following the game on the RiotReport.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you guys there. Keep pounding. Welcome back to One Day Contract, a part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Let's, hi. 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 I've got all of uh, T-Bone's callers here with me, apparently. All of them. All, of them. all three of them. <laughs> all male. All, all male and all from Collins neighborhood. Are these all your neighbors? Not, not all of them. They claim me, though. Oh, are you the king? <laughs> yeah, if only. If only. <laughs> the most huggable of all the Belmontians. <laughs> Belmontonians? Yep. Let's call this segment Slow Starts. Let's start <laughs> we with... We should call that the whole first segment. <laughs> should be called that. <laughs> it's called my whole radio career. <laughs> slow Starts. Let's start with coaching. <sighs> the, I don't know. It's <sighs> The thing is, is like, how much of this... I have some questions that I would be interested to get your opinions on that I also have opinions, but like slow stuff. When you go, when you go down 17 points in two consecutive games, you're going to the question of why are you starting so slowly? 
is going to come out. And is that a question of Ron Rivera not having them ready? Is that a question of the game plan not having not being up to snuff? Is that a question of the players not getting themselves fired up? Is it a question of perhaps somebody being distracting? Mm. I thought I'm not trying to get too deep into. I thought that um, oh, we're gonna get deep into it. I, I uh, thought oh, here we go. I thought Sunday there was a distra- I thought Eric Reed may have. Co- I'm, I'm a supporter of a lot, but I thought that he because co- what happens is Tory Smith now got to go talk to Eric Reed. Mike Adams has to go get him off the sidelines. There was a lot going on there, and when you started affecting individuals, I thought it, it affected. The, I thought the out the. Beginning of that game was slightly affected by distractions on the sidelines. Washington was a turnover, not ready to play, not emotionally up after the Giants. I thought the Philadelphia thing was a lot deeper than just not being ready to play football on Sunday. Do, do you guys think the other Panther players knew he was going to do it? Uh, no. The problem I had, and I said it on Monday, was he had so much time to talk to Malcolm Jenkins. He didn't play football for a long time. This was, this was his main – cause in life he had a lot of time to talk to Malcolm Jenkins why did you do a premeditated thing before the game knowing like you knew what you were going to do you don't just get that angry when you see him you could have handled that a long time ago and you almost you almost you could have caused a major problem for your team and that's when it becomes an issue I don't think he's I I I don't think he cares about being a Carolina Panther. I don't know that I don't think a Carolina Panther piece of memorabilia will ever hang in his house. I don't think he cares about being a part of this team. The team he feels he's a part of is a is, is a higher calling. And the reason he didn't handle it previously is because there weren't cameras around. And all of a sudden, once again, once again, using the football field and the NFL's platform, he decided to try and advance a personal agenda. Because let's when he says Malcolm Jenkins sold us out. He is not talking about the people in the community because Malcolm Jenkins is doing tremendous work in the community. He's talking about him, Colin Kaepernick, maybe some a select other few. He's talking about a, a, a very small group of people. And that's where I have a problem because if, it, if the most important thing is the big picture, then why are you focused on the small picture? And it's because ultimately – we're selfish creatures. This is a branding thing. That's what this has become now is a branding thing. Because the unfortunate reality is that unlike any other time in our history, now protesting during the anthem doesn't even matter. And it doesn't. He has knelt for these games and no one has cared. So what happens now? You have to do something new. You have to go further. And he came out of this situation looking Awful. A Carolina Panther came out looking bad in this situation. And I don't and, and, and I'm sorry. You can say he wasn't he's not a distraction. He's not distracted. He didn't get his hands on the ball at the end of the game, and that doesn't it's not because he yelled at Malcolm Jenkins, but he isn't handling his business on the football field. He's he's not tackling well. He's throwing his body in there. I just don't see a guy that's committed to this football team, that's committed to football. And now I see him using not just the NFL's platform, but our team's platform to uh, uh, advance a, a personal agenda. And, and there's a really awkward angle to this that's not getting discussed, and it's Torrey Smith. Is what, part, that's, his, that's part like, of the Malcolm Jenkins stuff. He is, yeah. he is with Malcolm Jenkins and the Players Coalition, and yet everyone is focusing on Reed versus Jenkins. He has another member of Jenkins' team or you know what uh, we said f you to basically during the during the skirmish he pushed right. him away and I, I don't remember the exact words that he said right. but he mouthed something to him about right 
And by the way, Tory Smith is a guy that has come into this community and been instantly active in this community. If you remember back to the bye week, he was instantly involved in the community in doing positive things. And what's Eric Reed involved in? Making a scene before the game and then making sure that his photo is ending up on social media. That's the way I view it. This has nothing to do with the cause. This has nothing to do with saying that what he and, 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 and Kaepernick and these other guys are going after is not a noble goal. The, the method, though. And, 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 it, and look, this isn't just him. When Kaepernick, who has been silent, and if nothing else, you could go, well, he's being silent. He's not talking. He's not, he's not being out there and addressing this and going on every TV show and using it for popularity. He's being quiet. And then, then he emerges from silence. And what's he emerged for? A Nike ad. Branding. I'm sorry. I don't believe that this is earnest, what we are witnessing. And I know people are frustrated and thinking that I, but the bigger, from our standpoint and talking about this team, the bigger picture is you want 11 guys on the same, uh, on the same page. Eric Reed last week blew, blew a, a touchdown, which he acknowledged. This week we have a scene before the game. I do not think Eric Reed is done doing things that garner get him attention in a Carolina Panthers uniform. He was also out there during a commercial break or uh, where Mike Adams had to go out there and get him. You can't tell me that doesn't distract Mike Adams from what he's focused on. And you mentioned Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith's got a deal, and probably, you know, Torrey Smith is an emotional guy as well. He's got to sit here and try to focus on a football game while his guy is going after one of his other guys. That's got to be an impact. So the the bigger picture here was I don't think it was a, a coaching issue for this particular Sunday, I thought it was more of a distraction. I thought the, the coaching issues was the Washington game. This one was more life issues, I thought, was affecting some things going so on. So do you think that this is something that could be repeatable in the Baltimore game, or do you think that this is another thing where they come out? Because in, in my mind, the, the slow start, if they come out and start slow against Baltimore, if they go down 6-0, nothing. 10 nothing. it's going to get into their heads a little bit of like, hey, like we, like we, what's happening to us? Like, why can't we come out and, and score some points? So I think it's, it's almost imperative for them to come out this week. And whether that's Ron, whether that's Norv, whether that's Cam, whether that's whoever that is, has to go in and say, okay, so these 10 plays, we're going to come out with a script. Norv has said that he has run with a script before, and I think this is the kind of situation where running with a script might be very helpful. Well, with this team in the past, the defense sets the tone usually early in the game. The defense has got off to slow starts as well against yeah. Washington, against Philadelphia. If the defense comes out and establishes a tone early, that will alleviate, I think, the talk of the, of the uh, slow starts. I think the defense has to establish it early. When they don't establish it early and it's been on the offense to try to establish it, it hasn't worked as well. They need Keekley, TD, all the defensive players to really, I think, make a defense. They haven't made many defensive statements all year. Yeah. Really? I think this is a game they can maybe do that in. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not in love with, with Baltimore here. So. They better show up with a sense of urgency, though, in, in the sense of managing this game. Because on the opening drive of the game against Baltimore, how many times did the Saints go for it on fourth down? On the opening drive, they went for it four times on fourth down, twice before they crossed the 50-yard line. And Harbaugh is gonna, came right back and had that same aggressive approach. Ron Rivera can't 
can't just come out wearing you know wearing flip flops for the first half and then put a work hat on for the second half. He they have to show up and be ready because this is one of those times where all of a sudden you're you know like you said you're down seven nothing okay no big deal but then boom all of a sudden you get a stop but it's fourth and two they're bringing Lamar Jackson out they're going for it and now it's fourteen nothing. Yep. They they have got to be ready. This is everyone want to play the Rocky music for the Eagles game and I get it this week is the fist fight, they, and the, everyone better be ready. The coaches that go for it, they realize early in the game, we have time to make up for that. But if we do get a fourth down conversion, that can really set the tone for the game. Yep. If we don't get it, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get a stop. We're all off. They have like the, the McVeighs and the Reeds and the Paytons, and they have confidence that, all right, if we don't get it here, we'll, it's first quarter, we'll, we'll be all right. But if we do get it here and we do convert a fourth and two, fourth and three, what can that do – ultimately for your team early on in the game. And not making those decisions leads to the questions about slow starts because do we think that Cam is capable of picking up fourth and ones? Yeah, we, we think he's probably he pretty decent picked up at. like 26 on a fourth and short against the Giants to Jarius yeah. Wright, yeah. So, which was a great play, by the way. By it's true. Yeah. Yeah. My, the, but, the, but the point is if, if you, you, you don't go for it there, you ensure the, the slow start. And – I yep. think against Washington, it was a little bit of an inferior opponent thing. I, I don't think this that's going to be the case this week. But the, both those coaches just went for it on Sunday, Harbaugh and Part Peyton. of the uh, slow start against Washington, too, a lot of the NFL, as you guys know, is it's so week to week in what you're coming off of. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is what are you playing for? What are you coming off of? Who's motivated? The, the, the Redskins getting blown out by the Saints was the worst thing that happened to the Panthers. If the Saints, if the Redskins go and play the Saints tough and it's close, I don't think the Saints, the Redskins have that emotion that they had in that Sunday. Josh Norman got benched; he was pissed off. I think a lot of times it's what you're coming off of. Panthers are coming off of a win in that game, the Gano field goal. Saints are coming, or Redskins coming off a embarrassing Monday night game. That was part of that start, I think. I think it was just what they were coming off of, and that is really a big factor in the league. What are you coming off of emotionally? And both, and that was the perfect storm for that game. And well, it, it, does like they, that they, it does seem like they they kind of feel their way through the first quarter more than more than yep. attack it yeah. right now. And the Ravens are coming off a ridiculous loss to the Saints. So it's I mean, what are we going to get? Are they going to be high or low? Yeah. That's a hard one to figure out. It's going to be know. physical. We know that. Yep. Well, in a close game, I mean, the Ravens have lost five straight games when it's three points or less. And obviously the Panthers have won games just this season in that type of situation. So I think that if it does come down to a close game, I wonder if Flacco and Harbaugh and the rest of the Ravens are going to be a little bit jittery, get the yips a little bit, um, specifically Justin Tucker. I mean, I get it. He he's probably I no. I don't want him to have a sixty-nine yard. No, God, no. To, to, to I understand. Like, I'm saying like, no, 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 not He'll that. Never miss again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> certainly not against this team. They already need to raise the uprights for him. What if they lost by a sixty-three yard field goal? It'd be uh, unbelievable. <laughs> I would. The yeah, the you can't write those kind of stories. I don't want it to happen. I just mean that would be. I, yeah. I think it was yeah. Was uh, well, Gano going to make his kicks this week? Uh, I think he's uh, he's missed a couple already, so I think he's gonna hey, be, be, get coasting, back on track. Hosting, I think, is the term. Yeah, <laughs> now that he now that he like has missed, you knew he was gonna miss that extra point, yes. right? Like <laughs> everybody, when when he when he kicked that sixty three yard field goal, I remember saying to Zach or somebody else, I was like, you know, he's missing an extra point next week. Like that is a hundred percent gonna happen. Too if there close. Were, if I, I could make money, I. I would have made it. I do question if the snapping of uh, 63 tequila shots was uh, was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right into Baltimore defense. Josh, describe this defense. I would call them redonkulous. <laughs> um, he loves that word. 
That's his word. It's ridiculous. No, it's not. I, 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 I think I kind of I, I do agree with you guys. I, I think they are a little bit. Infl- their numbers are inflated. But the reality is, is that we're now halfway through the season. I can't actually remember whether I said this sentence off air or on air. So if it was on air, apologies, listeners. Are we it, on air right now? Well, <laughs> it's all live, baby. Oh man, shit! I like it. Um, oh, there's one. There's the one curse. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> just, just a throwaway the line. line yeah, just a throwaway line. Oh, there, we're we're halfway man. through the season, so at at a certain point, you can say, "Oh, well, it's a mirage. It's who they've played. It's scheme." <laughs> but once you get to be halfway through the season, you're number one or number two in almost every single defensive statistical category. You have to start respecting that. It's the same as when in 2015, when the Panthers were 10 and 0, and everybody's like, "Well, is this the worst undefeated team in history?" And it's like, "Well, they're still winning the games. Like, you can't." <laughs> You, you have to at a certain point you have to say okay well whatever they're doing they're stopping people and that's making a big difference and that's why Cam's been certified since 2015 and no one has questioned him since I think yep. there are certain teams in the league that are actually better than their record I think Minnesota eventually will be a lot better than what their record is that's not terrible I think the Chargers even though they're five and two are better than their record because their losses are to the Chiefs and the Rams who's beating mm-hmm. those teams often. Yeah. So I, I don't think the Ravens are really all that great. I think they beat up on some teams. They beat up on Buffalo. They mauled Tennessee, which was impressive because they had 11 sacks. They won a rivalry game against Pittsburgh. They also – I don't know. I just don't I, – I think they're, I think they're, they're okay. They're good. But they're certainly not insurmountable for this Panther team to, to beat them on Sunday. I, I think that – I don't know. I, I, do I see it sort of like the Bengals game? Maybe a little bit. Is it going to be sort of back and forth early a little bit, trying to feel each other out, and eventually the Panthers will wear them down? I think the Panthers win this game by by ten or more. Wow, that's that's an aggressive statement. I don't know about ten or more, but I do. I I think the Panthers will come out ahead only because they twenty to ten, twenty three thirteen, something like that. Yeah, I mean that that wouldn't surprise maybe not me. maybe not a, a blowout, but maybe a a late cam touchdown run to seal the deal. I just don't. I just I'm not in love with the Ravens, Colin. Right? Well, now. it feels it, they do feel like two different teams. I mean, the, the defense comes out there with with all the swagger and Terrell Suggs and all the history and all the lineage and all the, everything, <laughs> and then Flacco comes out and the offense is like. Hey, we're here too. We're we're Hello, we're the Ravens too on Hello, this side everybody. of the ball. Hello, everybody. I believe. Like it's like Terrell Suggs is like I'm eating your soul. Yeah. And then and then Flacco's like, Hey, we're the Ravens. Hey, yeah. I throw swing passes to Alex Collins. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I won a championship in 2012. <laughs> got paid. <laughs> Um, that put me in the elite category. That's I was going to say, are we going to have a, is Joe Flacco elite? We are not. Debate? I'd rather no. light myself on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I like to thread it on Twitter when I want to set it on fire every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. It's my go-to line. <laughs> <laughs> Their defense is going to show up, particularly in the run game. They're going to show up in numbers. Um, and that that's what they're going to do. Play This is play action. If they can get the play action rolling, that's how you you can make some big plays. Maybe you see Samuel and DJ Moore and some of the big the guys that people want to get involved. Um, I, I think their front is stout, they, but they're not. Uh, most of them are not special. I think that they have a lot of speed in the back end, um, and some you know they've got some playmakers there. And Mosley is certainly good in the middle. I, I just don't know week to week. I think th- I think what's troubling about calling them redonkulous, to use your scientific term, <laughs> is that and I don't, I don't say name players, but I, I don't know week to week where they're where they're you know who their playmakers are, who they can. You know, but doesn't that just? 
aren't we at an age now where you don't need oh. to have name players on your defense, and you can still have a you can still sure. have a great defense? Oh. No, they have I, name players, but they're all in the back end. They're, they're, the names up front are guys that we're not too sure about. They have C.J. Mosley at linebacker and sure. Suggs and Weddle and Jefferson and Jimmy Smith, but the defensive uh, front, it's not a lot of names that I'm really too familiar with, to be honest with you. But at a certain point. Do, I guess it's like you're not familiar with them right now, but if they keep playing the way that they do, then maybe by the yeah. by the end of the year you will. You know, did anybody know? Does anybody outside of Charlotte know Kwan Short's name? No. Re- like that's a real question. I, I mean, they should but they don't. They should, they don't. but they don't. Anybody? I mean, uh, yeah. No, but I, I mean, but uh, not even not even just approaching from a name recognition. I I just see a a, a disciplined defense. That sure. that hustles to the ball like they they I think they are they're better than the the Panthers defense certainly has played this year I think as a collective unit um, and I mean the stats certainly back that up but they're very but they but they feel similar in terms of they're not going to make mistakes they're going to make you they're going to make you throw past the sticks or throw short of the sticks on third down and they're going to come try and tackle you and you're going to have a decision to make on fourth and one I mean that you know they're going to rally to the ball I think they are more I, I think it's more effort and discipline than I think it is special, which I think does matter at this level. I, I, I think the Panthers' defense is going to show out one of these games. I just, I, I just, I just know in the history. This is a it, candidate. This, this is a game. I just think that it's going to be one of those games where they hold them down. I just, could you see them turning over Flacco a couple times? Yeah, sure. Forcing yeah. the ball. That's what well, I think and, and, and I think this offense for the for the Ravens, they have they've got some playmakers on the outside at the same time as you know it's Willie Sneed and they've got they've got guys that they will try and get the ball to. We Willie Sneed. But, but it, they have Dr. Trouble. Bill Sneed. That's what I like to call him. <laughs> Dr. Bill Sneed. The fourth? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Bill Sneed. <laughs> yeah. They they have they have some some playmakers. Alex Collins I think is an NFL back, but I don't but I it's agree. Okay. With you. But, All he's, right. but he's but he's but he's Fine. He's fine, and they have trouble getting the ball to those. To those, so you're going to see the wide receiver runs. You're going to see those things uh, this week, and, and maybe that is why you see the defense show out because uh, I do think they struggle to kind of to kind of get the ball moving on the offensive yeah. side. Fun fact: the name of my fantasy football team is Alex Collins was a poor choice. That is the <laughs> name of my fantasy football team. Well, it and was a it was a bad first round pick for you. Um, <laughs> Uh, that was a first, just, round, first round pick for you? No, good lord! Oh, I was about to say. Um, I just remember I was being the back end. I was, I was doing the snake yeah, and the strategy. Uh, it's a it's a eighty team sure league, and uh, no, I, I don't he know. I don't I don't remember where I picked him, but I remember being very excited about it, and it did not work out so well. I quit um, playing fantasy football this year. Congratulations! No I'm out. I'm done. Congratulations. How stress free is your life? It's unbelievable! Oh, I have great. too many regular teams I have to root for, mm-hmm. so I just decided someone's got to go. It was fantasy team, so I'm good. Yeah, I I've just been in the same league for so many years that it's like the 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 text chain is my favorite part of the whole league. Like it's just <laughs> like why I don't even really want to. Can we just eliminate the the team the and the dues <laughs> and then just have the text chain? The is text that chain? fine? We can just talk crap to each other. We don't need we don't need to talk about how terrible Alex Collins was. Uh, just one more thing, John Brown, only because I really Fast. like this stat. Very fast, smoky John Brown. Apparently, um, only four NFL wideouts have 500 yards, are averaging 15 yards per catch, and have four touchdowns. AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyree Kill, and Smoky John Brown. John Smoky Brown, or just Smoky Brown? Yeah, smoky just Smoky Brown. Brown. Yeah. Um, wasn't John Brown the baddest man in the whole damn town? Wasn't mm-hmm. that a song? I believe that was Leroy Brown. 
You sure about that? Yes. I, I he's like better he's than right. old King Kong, and he's meaner than a junkyard dog. Uh, but his brother was Smokey John Brown. Read his bio deeper than that. That was, was on the second there. album. Didn't do quite if, as well. If Alshon Jeffrey's blowing by James Bradbury, he may need to get. Uh, he may need to start doing the holding move or the the PI move again here this week. That's that could well, be an issue. It, the, the way that they lose this game is not getting to Joe Flacco and letting him sit back there and go, yep. "Hey, hey, hey, look who's down. Look who's forty yards downfield." Hey. <laughs> Hey. Hey, I'm a late. Hey. Well, they got us. I mean, they have to match up. This is why you drafted a guy like Dante Jackson, right? Is you want him to be able to match up with these speed wide receivers yep. like John Brown. So you put Dante on John Brown. You put Crabtree on Bradbury or vice versa. And then you just hope that these guys can eliminate them. And then you let Captain Munderland cover the tallest receiver they have. That's well, what we do, right? Why do I see Crabtree and Eric Reed getting into some sort of scrap during the game? Not not about anything, but just in general, just former teammates. I could see those two guys having sure. something going on there. He also played with uh, John Brown. He played against John Brown because yeah. Brown was in Arizona when he. We was need in to San check Francisco. out the history of Eric Reed and Michael Crabtree before the game and just see if there's anything going on. Just there. in case, just maybe it might be worth a Google. Someone could get their chain ripped off this time. Uh, Crabtree, remember the Talib? Uh, <laughs> did they do? Yeah, that. Remember yeah. Talib kept ripping off Crabtree's chain. Man, that was it. fun. God, I miss how those great days. would it have been if Smitty would have snatched Michael Crabtree's chain off of Akeem Talib's <laughs> neck? That would have been the best thing ever. <laughs> Uh, just a, it's just a rotating it's, chain. It's the actual turnover chain. And then Steve Smith chain. wears it. <laughs> and then, I'm just picturing that in my that head That would right be now. like the it's greatest amazing. title ever is like if you if, if somebody got to have like the title chain and you – Who has to le- or who has Crabtree's chain? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just keeps getting passed like around. Like a title belt. Like, yeah. So what are going to be the offensive keys to the game this week? Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of the same as it always is, right? Like don't turn the ball over. Uh, let Cam be Cam. I mean, offensive line, uh, um, Trader Joe, Chris Clark, <laughs> yeah, protect uh, like he was earlier. Sure, because that's yeah. why I could get after Cam. This, I mean, he. I mean, they gave up a le- like eleven sacks against Tennessee, and everybody's going to say, "Well, Tennessee's not that." Tennessee is not a terrible offensive right. line, and for them to put up eleven, like. They're, 11 sacks is legitimate against even the worst offensive yep. line because those guys get play, paid to play, too. Uh, good point. You should tweet that out. <laughs> <laughs> how many times How many times do you think people are going to be upset that they run the ball in a situation in this game? Because All of them. Th- because they, <laughs> they have to run this ball throughout this game. Yep. They have to. You can't let Terrell Suggs and that crew – Pin their ears back. I don't care if it's Cam back there. I don't care who it is. So when you go, why ever, why, Ron Rivera, are you running it in this situation? It's because you have to. Uh, by the way, can they get the ball to Curtis Samuel? Because every time he touches it, it seems like good things happen. Something amazing happens. Is he going to make the trip? <laughs> uh, well, he didn't show up against Washington. But every time he every time he touches the ball, it feels like these magical things happen. And I don't know why my finger is just in that. Yeah, well, that was magical. You know, just magical. I, felt, like Disney, I you know? felt magical. I just I feel like he's well. got – he gets the ball. <laughs> Seriously, it's like good things happen. Let's get him the football. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair as a receiver, basically he's got to pass Ted Ginn like, to make us feel magical That's as a correct. secondary receiver. Do you guys want to hear a fun fact, and this is an opinion – that I'm not, so not 100% well. Do we, vote, do we vote on this? Yeah. Do we vote like on this? Like a fun opinion. Do, do, we, do we vote on if he, if he says this or not? Yeah. How does this work? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna say it. You're no matter what. I'm sitting at the head of the table. I get the big piece of chicken, and I'm going to tell you that I don't think Torrey Smith is going to play on Sunday. So I think that that is going to open up a lot more for DJ Moore and for Curtis Samuel. And if you're going to see it, 
This is going to be the week for it. Who are they going to throw to when they rally then in the fourth quarter? That's a great Christmas question. <laughs> when he becomes, right. he becomes Marvin Harrison all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the other side, Lamar Jackson. Yes. They used him against New Orleans. They've been sprinkling him in. When he gets in there, it works. They have got to be ready for Lamar Jackson. The Taysom Sunday. Hill of uh, Baltimore, who's, right? Who's, by the way, who's playing well for the Saints all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. We joked about it last year. All of a sudden, this cat is like. Well, he had he was he had one of the fourth down conversions for him on yeah. that on that opening drive. I, the thing with Lamar is that they, it's like when he goes into the game, and I honestly I cannot tell you that I've watched enough tape to tell you when well, he, he goes in the game. Does he get down? So it doesn't count. Does he get the ball? Does he get the ball every time he's in the game, or is he sometimes in the game and is, as a he just put him out wide once in a while too? Be yeah. careful of a trick play involving him because we saw with the Giants. Yep. Yeah, Saquon they, and Beckham. Be careful of something going on with with him in a, in a pass or some option throw or something. Oh, yeah. Be careful of that. I, I'm serious about that. With Harbaugh, they are coming in. I mean, the, Harbaugh and Peyton used – he used both of his challenges in the, fir, in the first half. Like, yeah. Harbaugh is going to come in and be <laughs> leaning forward. And they're going to try and be aggressive because that's who they are. And they have – everyone has got to be on their P's and Q's. This is a team that – Probably this is going to become one of those statements that, that that's going to circle and become a law. Like Heinz Ward's the best blocking wide receiver in the NFL, but the, always the, gets up smiling. The, the Ravens have the best special teams in the NFL, and their coach is uh, was a special teams coach, right. and that's, they, that's part they, of the reason why. And, yeah. and so they write that down. They're here. a team much like the Panthers. <laughs> this is why it is. It could be. It's a tough spot. This is a team. Both of these teams are good at not making mistakes. Good at taking care of the little things when they're playing their game. And I just think I think everyone has to be ready for this game because Hi. <laughs> this is not a team. This is not a team where you can. So we've been saying it for three weeks that even this is not, not really NFC against East Philly. Team. <laughs> yeah, this is not a team that you can say, well, we just got if the Panthers don't beat themselves, they're going to win mm-hmm. this game. The Panthers are going to have to beat the Ravens to yep. win this game. And, and, yeah, and it sounds counterintuitive, but that is that is something that needs to be said. That's why I think I think you see guys like C.J. Anderson back in the mix because they need to keep running it. And I don't think you want McCaffrey necessarily taking all those hits because Baltimore is one of the few teams that apparently didn't realize it's a new age in the NFL. They Bring, come to punish. One more point, they've given up 265 yards to tight ends the last two games. Yep. They, Baltimore does have some young Hayden Hurst, Max Williams. They're so not play they're Ian not, Thomas this week. They're not no talk no, about it's oh, the other, other way around. Oh, yeah. Max yeah. Williams, Hayden Hurst. They have other. They have a lot of tight. Uh, Mark Andrews are young tight ends. Maybe not the tight ends that Philadelphia and Washington had. Yeah, but still, that's a lot of that's a lot of numbers to the tight ends. Is that second X on his birth certificate? Mark what? Max Andrew or Max Williams? Yeah, I must, think so. Yeah, must be so. right. Extra yeah. the extra X is for. Exciting. Extreme. <laughs> Maximus Williams. Uh, I liked Mark Andrews in the draft. I he was too. my draft crush. I really liked him. I wanted them to draft him. I want. I thought he was going to be really good, and he is really good in Baltimore, and it's frustrating when you're right about somebody, and they go, they even fall further, and you're like, oh, bring it, pull the trigger. That's why I quit. Don't yep. have that problem anymore. <laughs> I could have I could have Julie Andrews on my team this year. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> oh no, I'm not even talking about fan. I'm talking about Panthers. Like I thought oh, okay. I thought the Panthers were going to draft him. I thought you meant for fa- talking about fantasy. For yeah, no, he was. I uh, just want to make a Julie Andrews joke. That was good. That was <laughs> nice. Sound of music, I liked it. Know. Well done. Thank well you. done. Are we ready for a game? Yay! Game time. Game time. Game time. Not here for the small talk. That's right. Uh, yeah, it, you would have made a mistake if you were here for the small talk. Is my one day contract expiring soon? Lame. I've been here for a while. Yeah, it's tr- <laughs> it's true. 
Uh, it's actually a reset, and then we got to record a okay. whole other episode. International Dateline. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you thing. have nothing to do for the next we do this, six we hours. We do this right? with the Spanish announcers <laughs> next. <laughs> we're, we're, based out of, we're based out of Hong Kong, actually, officially. <laughs> so with Dante Jackson playing so well, he's got a shot maybe at a Defensive Rookie of the Year title. Let's play Defensive Rookie of the Year or Random Madden Name. So okay. I'm going to give you a name. It was either a D-R-O-Y or... Made up. A Troy. A Troy, <laughs> if you will. Or a random name. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Not, not everybody at once. Dominic Spencer. Can you, is it, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> is Dominic Spencer. I almost Googled a- it. That's uh, that, like, <laughs> I can't that's, even, this is the life that I live in. That, that is totally a Madden name. That's is a Madden name. That's got to be Madden, Madden. Madden Defensive Rookie of the Year. Madden name. Come on. I've never lost this game. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. I'm as He's aggressive a as a hardball at this One game. for one. Al Baker. <laughs> <laughs> That's Colin's made-up name we did during a, during a commercial break. It's true. Al Baker has oh, – you guys, I don't want to take all the answers. Michael, well, I mean, we're all going to answer, a- but Al, I think – Al Baker is a, a real one. He's That's a old from, from, from the 70s yeah. or something. It, well, actually, people know this. Actually, the uncle of Vin Baker. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's a true story. I'm uh, I'm going to agree. He once scored four touchdowns in a Polk High School football game. <laughs> that's a, that's Al Baker. 1978's. Defensive Rookie uh, of the Year. The Troy. The Troy. Man, I, even, I even said the, the decade. Just felt <laughs> like you a really seven, did. I felt was like, like a oh. 70s name. Felt like, it's Al Baker, baby. I got you. Cornerback <laughs> for the Raiders, did, I would assume. Let's see Hurt's, what he played for. Ads, I guess. Do you have that? Yeah, uh, who, do you think, who do you think he plays for? Ooh, that's fun. Lions. Yes. Wow. Is that true? Yes, Are you it an is. Al- All right. So you're that, a big did, I, did I really just guess off? that? You're, an, you're, you're big Al Baker. Oh, my God. You guys, Al Baker, nickname Bubba. Al Bubba Baker. <laughs> Domin- second, I'm dominating the foe right now. Second round pick, though. Give All me right. more of this. You like this, don't I you? I love it so much. All right. How do we you're feel about one. Lem Barney? That's 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 a re- already that's a real one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys can't see it, but Timo has just adjusted his like he was for the first part of the podcast. He was like engaged. He's right here, sitting forward. Now during the game, he's like, I got this. It's all How good. About this? When when Barney, right? Is that how you say it? or Barney? Len Barney. When Barney is that a rookie of the year or investment banking company? <laughs> <laughs> Investment banking company. Oh, Len Barney just screwed me over. I'm like, ah, oh, Len Barney. Len Barney, I don't trust him. You can't charge me five ninety five per trade. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, we ready for one other? Yes. How do you feel about Chip Banks? <laughs> Chip Banks was definitely a utility infielder for the 1986 <laughs> yeah. Houston Astros. He Chip Banks like a, is totally made up. He sounds like a bully on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Chip Banks. Chip Banks was was covering second when Pedro Guerrero bowled him over, I believe. <laughs> Sounds like a, a baseball manager that like, takes over like midseason, you know, like yeah. Uh, Tony Larusa got fired, replaced by Chip Banks. Or he's the or he's the super skinny guy that shows up at spring training. <laughs> that you're like, oh, they've been talking up this Chip Banks guy, Chip Banks, and he shows up and he's like 180, 85. It, it sounds like the name of a guy like you lose a girl to also. Like, yeah. Like oh, sorry to hear about you know Joe, but he. Chip Banks got his got his girl. <laughs> you can't you you couldn't be on like a commercial asking for money and your name be Chip Banks like no. not for yourself. You're you tired can ask for other you're, people. You got a sweater, but not for yeah. yourself. You're a sweater wearer. No offense. He sounds you're like a, a sweater <laughs> wearer. 
<laughs> I'm wearing a sweater right now. My name is not Chip Banks. But you could be, though. Chip Banks Dude, sounds like a... Chip s- Banks does sound like an older brother on a sitcom, which I think you are dressed as right now. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Sounds like a personal banker. <laughs> All right, family ties. Let's see what we got going on. <laughs> 1982's droid. Wow. Chip Banks. Oh, Chip Banks. real. He's, He's real. real. The Chip Banks is real. Where are you playing uh, t- college? Tampa, Tampa Bay Bucks, Chip Banks. College football, where Chip Banks play? UCLA? That's oh, my God. Oh, let's see. Can I show you Louisiana a picture? Can it. I show you a picture of Chip Banks? Damn yes. right you can. Totally What? Not, <laughs> not what you thought it was going to be, right? No, not at Chip, all. Chip Banks was definitely on a Battle of the Network Stars. Wow. Later um, I am I'm blown sh- away. I'm shook right now because I, that's not who I thought. Where did he play college? Uh, he went to the USC. He's <laughs> got the city right. <laughs> I got the city right. The wrong the wrong. Uh, Pretty impressive. Wow. Third pick overall in 1982. Well, Damn he right he that was. that defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, Colin's not saying anything anymore about you, Banks. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> he's, he saw the picture, and he's, he's like, uh, can we cut this gentleman. part out? He's, I didn't think he was going to be a defensive end. He's dead. That's right. not normally uh, – I, I wouldn't think it – that uh, Chip is not normally what I thought of. Yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. Wow. All right. Fair enough. That was fun. Do you want one more? Yes. Oh, yeah. We need to go out on top. How about – Feel a lot of pressure here. Yeah, you're really scrolling far, so which is not <laughs> a good. How about? Oh, there's just I I I. I feel like this is gonna be real because you can't make you could have made one up a long time. Yeah, ago. exactly. <laughs> uh, Johnny Unitas. Looking. It's for hard. Unitas. Johnny right. Unitas. <laughs> Irvin Rowe. <laughs> what? That's a clothing famous company. court case. It's a clothing yeah. company. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Girl, where'd you get that Charlotte Urban Row? Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's the most made-up name in the history of this game. It's been uh, going on for three minutes. Is it more is it more made-up than Chip Banks was? This is Urban Row. It's uh, not real. Wait, wait, like is it Irvin Row? Irvin. Oh, Rowe. I said oh, Urban. Irvin uh, Row. Irvin. Uh, Irvin. I'm sorry, Rowe. I have a cold, so I can I, I get a spelling now? It's real. Irvin. Yeah, uh, that's like a great question. Yeah, Irvin. could we like get with a Irvin with an A? Irvin is I R. V I N Irvin. 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 Irvin Rowe. R O E. Rowe. Never nervin Irvin. With an e. <laughs> Never nervin Irvin. Never nervin Irvin. <laughs> oh, why am I Defensive Googling? rookie of the year. You did you do it? Oh my god! <laughs> I told you that's like the uh, the immediate reaction is like, well, let me just check that out. <laughs> Irvin Rowe's uh, apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're putting it up right there on North Davidson, right next to. Uh, Right over there. Right next to the chip bank. Well, I'm going to guess that he's made up. <laughs> I would follow his suit since he just looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Irvin Rowe sounds like a clothing company. Yeah. You know, like, uh, contestants today, we're in Irvin Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> IrvinRowe.com. I, I, yeah, I can't come up with a better joke than that. You're right. Wow, man. This is what I do, man. Yeah, exactly. Here. You're a pro. I'm on a one-day contract. That's true. That's why we signed you. That's why we signed you. All right, Josh, do you want to tell us about – Oh, yeah, yeah, Hang on. Actually, I do want to talk fun? about that. Yeah, so I was actually looking at this earlier today. We were talking about it off the air. Uh, Ortho Carolina is, is uh, sponsoring this thing called Explore Your 704 uh, where they are doing clean graffiti in four different places all around the – 
city of Charlotte and you go around and you snap pictures of the clean graffiti and then they give you prizes for those things. And I am a sucker for scavenger hunts. I don't know if you guys have ever done a scavenger hunt before. Have you ever done a scavenger hunt? Um, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thought maybe we could talk about it, but that's cool. Just, just all clear, other people. I am are all gonna... about scavenger hunts, so I am in. Yes, I'm uh, in. Sorry, Irvin Rowe, I didn't realize that it was uh, actually that it was a yes or no uh, question. Chip Banks and I one time got involved in one. <laughs> <laughs> are other people going to be exploring my 704 at the same time? I think all the people are going to be exploring your 704, and then you're going to snap your pictures. You're going to put them on Instagram or Twitters or whatever they are, and then you're going to um, I don't know hashtag probably yeah you're going to use hashtags explore your 704 and then uh, they're going to give you some sweet prizes probably some Panthers tickets uh, probably some uh, Visa gift card and some CLT Moss art and I can tell you already that um, question number two uh, clue moth, number two moth art Moss art <laughs> Moss art like Randy Moss art <laughs> yep he lives Randy here. Moss he's always open is creating they, some art moss and then he's set them always free. open I'd love to see Randy Moss paint a photo that'd be really cool I would actually be interested in some Moss art so that would be the Randy greatest Moss episode art, so. of one day contract yeah. ever if we just panned over periodically and, <laughs> and, and Randy, Randy is Moss just is painting, on an oil like, painting. Bob, like Bob Ross just Bob, like when, Bob Ross Moss like when you go to a super hippie concert and they have somebody like painting off to the side just by the vibes of the music bro you know, like they buddy. had, they had the, the guy painting the picture for Drew Brees during the turn that ridiculous uh, five, the uh, game he set the record in a couple weeks ago. The Frenchie was painting the photo over there. <laughs> it was his can, name. Can French you imagine? Can you imagine if Cam Newton got to bring his kids out on the field one day and celebrate like that for ten minutes? Just heads just exploding across <laughs> America. ERs filling up. Fox Sports One would have their content for a full week. <laughs> <laughs> it's so so. Today, good. Chip Banks and Irvin Rowe. <laughs> Fill in on kids. first take because Skip Bayless has died. His <laughs> head exploded. <laughs> you see that? You see that topic leading in Monday morning? Go, oh, somebody's losing a job this week. <laughs> <laughs> T Bone, tell everybody where they can find you on all the uh, internets and whatnots. Well, thank you for asking. I am on MySpace under Travis Hancock, oh, and I've nice. recently adjusted my top eight friends. No, I'm just kidding. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Twitter at T Bone WFNZ. Mac Attack six to ten a.m. on six ten a.m and 102.5 FM, Mondays through Friday. Beautiful. Josh? I'm uh, also on – Oh. oh. <laughs> you took such a long pause. I figured your plugs were over. I'm also on uh, Bumble and uh, – <laughs> no, I don't even know what that even means. I'm on Grinder. Is that one of those things? <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what that Am means. Am I on Grinder? You're doing really I'm good. I'm on Grinder. Find not, me on Grinder. You're, you're not You're not. On you got a lot of people within one mile. <laughs> I, get a lot, I get a lot of emails about it, so I figured I'm on there. No, I'm just kidding. Can I, we make fun of the Clippers for being sponsored by Bumble? Are like they? Can. I didn't know that. Wait, Are they what? sponsored by Bumble? Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Oh, my. On the jersey. Where it's like, it's that's just, it jersey? just writes itself because you're like, is oh, really? Doc Rivers is sitting over there looking at small forwards. On yeah. I don't even know what Bumble means. I just, I guess, in passing, I heard it. Well, it's like uh, Tinder, but it's for girls, right? The ladies oh are to control God. the. So, action. yeah, the girl no, is, is the only one right? that can oh, yeah. initiate. First time I spoke all day, yeah. by the way. He was like, has spoken the whole show. No, it's not like that. It's a. Oh, we finally tapped into my area of expertise. Time to come As soon as I mentioned Grinder, the camera went down. Oh, we're going to start swiping for Kevin now. Give me your Bumble. Let me pick out some ladies for you. Uh, yeah, I'm at Josh Klein Rules <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm not on Bumble because I'm a uh, happily married man. <laughs> oh, I'm on the. Oh, I'm on the. I feel like that was the second thing you were gonna say there, and the first one was not that. <laughs> Me and Chip Banks <laughs> happily I'm married. I'm on the gram too, by the way, under T1 WFNZ. Oh, there you go. Oh. My, my pedicure photos right now are up there. So. Wow, yes. nice. 
Go my relive hoofs, my hoofs, my hoofs getting worked on in the shop. Go relive this magical moment. The video comes out for that tomorrow. This magical oh, moment. We were there. We've shot thirty minutes of footage of this thing. <laughs> Must see TV. <laughs> Colin, yes, where can ma'am. they find you? At Colin C L T on Twitter. Beautiful, and I am Nikki seven hundred four on Twitter, and I promise I won't sound like this next week. I apologize. I don't know if if that's going to be true, but we will (laughs) see. I'm taking all the vitamin C. You sound like a Philadelphia female radio caller. (laughs) Hello. Hello, this is Nikki Wolf. Hello. Hello. (laughs) It's me. Ryan Peterson. Peterson needs to go Peterson has to go. He's got to go. (laughs) That was like Howard Cosell doing a female Philadelphia radio call. (laughs) That's what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Travis, T-Bone, Hancock, your one-day contract. Is up. Yes. See the rest of you next week.